1: But
2: would you agree that they just look very, very clean? Yes. Like as if they just walked like someone cleaned like cleaned them for very them.
3: Sour water is different
2: than house. <laughs>
4: What is up, friends? Welcome back to Overshare, the podcast and the YouTube video. If you're watching this over on YouTube, I am Jocelyn with my girl Lils, And if you are watching this in video form, you can also see her tiny little dog, Max, in the background, who looks legitimately like the stuffed animal right now. And looks like a cat again, I feel like. (laughs) Big cat energy. You look over here. Oh, hello.
2: Oh, great head tilts. Oh, so good. (laughs) Oh, yes. Great job.
4: How are you doing, Lils? You look like you are effortlessly glowing right now.
2: Um, my skin, it's it's the best it's been in a while. It got like really
4: good, I thought. And I,
2: shall we move into our first segment?
4: Yes, we shall. Let's move into over it.
2: So over it. What she said. I know I complain about my skin all the time. And I know I say it's usually, it's because when my back gets out of place, Specifically, though, I've realized it's when my neck gets out of place. And I don't know how else to describe this that when my neck gets out of place in a certain way, it is as if my body is just like pushing out any toxins. It's just like, hey, all the stuff that we would put into zits and over the next year, we're going to (laughs) shove out of your face right this (laughs) second. And it's like, if I had any slight puncture in the surface of my skin, It is suddenly turning into like a wound. Wow. That this makes it sound like far more graphic than it is. But it's like, (gasps) basically, I'll go, I'll like see like a tiny little spot and I'll like not even really pick at it, but just kind of like, like touch Touch it barely. And literally, it's like it all spreads. And it's as if I can just like
4: never, it just never goes away. It's like a rash. I want you to go to the dermatologist, not oh just God. for your own <laughs> happiness, but also because I'm genuinely so curious what they would say, because I've had so I, much I where it has skin stuff. to be like,
2: they, they need to give me something that yes. would clear it up because it can't be. It's not something I'm using because there's not uh, nothing has changed. The way I've gotten it to be the best is if I go and like pick out the stuff that's in there because otherwise it just stays. Interesting. And, like, the worst part about it though is it, on top of it just being really like I have I don't think I realized how much it affects your confidence and just like not even confidence but just like uh desire to be in front of anyone <laughs> like literally it's like the only person that sees me looking like terrible terrible Lisa has seen my face looking rough over the last <laughs> few months I, and bless her heart she never says never says anything she'll kind of look at it and be like all right (laughs) but i'll like get in the car and have like like five like large stickers all over my face but um the worst part is that any existing like zit or like if i had like a little like scratch or something when my neck is out of place they hurt 10 times more than they normally do so it's like anything that causes me even slight pain suddenly like hurts so bad like for example from picking my face, my thumb was sore from what? Holding, now you're hurting your thumb? No, from holding the Lily. tweezers. What? So then it was like, oh my gosh. Not, not sore to the point that it was like a problem. But then when my neck would get out of place, it would be like my thumb would be throbbing.
4: And okay, I'm like, this is weird. This is so, so, so wild, I but- don't know
2: how else to describe it. It's like, especially if it's like the circulation is like too much, but
4: like, you're over circulated like, with like the, the pus coming out of your yeah. internal self. I yeah, don't know. I feel like I just I <laughs> this is pointless to try and describe, but, no, it's, but it's, it's been a very unfortunate scenario. I'm definitely a huge believer in the concept of like, mind, body, soul connection, not that that's even like what you're saying. But that even with our bodies, like mentally, like if you're stressed out, it can cause X, Y and Z. Which leads me to what I am over. So I was diagnosed with eczema, which I think I've had for a lot of my adult life, but typically doesn't show up for people until like they're in their 30s. It's come across my Googles quite a bit during my skincare situation, because it sounds
2: like some of it, it's like, maybe that is what it is. So I've even tried eczema creams. It didn't work.
4: Yeah. So I was diagnosed with eczema when Clever shut down because it got really bad Right after that. I mean, it's 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 on my eyelids under my eyes. And behind oh, you my... got it on your face. Oh, yeah. Really bad. You've probably seen me with it before. People get it on like your arms. People can get it everywhere. <clears throat> Honestly, I have a friend who has it like all over her body. She's always had it and it's very uncomfortable. It hurts and it's itchy. So it like really, really suck. Oh, and Melissa, our producer. <laughs> fun fact about her. She had it on her ass until she was five. Those are so, her words. Such, not mine. <laughs> such a fun fact. <laughs> But it's really, really uncomfortable. Like it actually hurts. Then and maybe you-
2: that, because that's my thing. It's I've been around people that I they're like uh, they think I'm just like self conscious of it. I'm like I am because it looks like I have like a rare skin disease or that I'm like a meth mm-hmm. addict that picks my face. But it's not even that as much as one. It just hurts, and two, it's uncomfortable. Like it's it's it not hurt. like it it's- hurts if you touch it. It's like no, it hurts
4: constantly. Like yeah. it's just like, and it's dry. And that's why I'm saying. You should go to the dermatologist because they can like diagnose you. I've also had other weird skin things. Like I had a skin, a virus in my skin that I had to like take your... antibiotics for. Didn't, didn't you have an armpit thing? Uh, Probably. Oh yeah. Yeah. I had an armpit thing too. That was, I haven't had that armpit thing for a while was where my armpits would get really, really red and like inflamed. Anyways, most recently as of last week and it's gone down a lot I have had hives all across my neck for the last week from side to side. I haven't gone to the doctor yet because I Did thought Did you like, just tell me this. Yeah, I texted you and told you not only do I was going to say, or did someone else just tell me they have hives too? No. So I thought, oh my gosh, my eczema is spreading. Like now I have eczema on my neck, but I definitely do think it's hives. And so I reached out to one of my girlfriends who has very bad hives and she's actually in a very active hive related (laughs) Facebook group where they all discuss their hives and why they have their hives. So I reached out to her to be like, what the F is going on with these hives? And she said that right now within the Hive Facebook group, the private Facebook group, that they're all discussing it and that hives are at an all-time high due to COVID-related stress. So I guess stress, well, I know that for eczema, it's related to stress. So I'm assuming that the hives could be the same thing. I'm, if they don't go down in the next few days completely, I'll go to the doctor because I'm not down to play around with this when stuff. When you say
2: hives, yes, is it like, just like big bumps? They or is manifest it like themselves
4: differently for different people. Sometimes it'll be like a lot of bumps. For me, it's just like my whole neck is like one hive, basically. And it's, it's very itchy. And it's it, kind of it like, hurts. you know, when
2: like people like if you barely touch them, and they get red and get
4: like a, like a welt kind of, is and it a lot like of that kind of and a lot of people get them like, um, some people who are not stress related, are like related to like, heat or like exercise, like they will be like triggered by heat. So it was a little warm in Arizona this week too. So I was like, oh, maybe it's my heat hives or something. I don't know. What I'm saying is I really need a less stressful life because I needed to stop with the eczema and I need to stop with the hives. Well, that's how I feel. Cause I'm like, well, fuck if it's neck related, like I'm
2: trying is like, i am already trying to keep my neck in place as much as possible, but it's like not necessarily when it's like super out of place. So I won't really even notice. And then the next thing I know, I have literally like my face goes from being clear to like covered in and it's like a rash of them. And it will often happen when I'm in the car because that's when it'll go out. Oh yeah, And then I'll be like looking in the mirror and then I start picking it because
4: I'm just staring at it. It's it's all related. It's all related. But I will say that after discussing our issues and finding out that sweet Melissa had them on her butt, had eczema on her butt eczema really, really, but it really hurts. It does. And like your butt gets sweaty. And there's like stuff happening down there. I just feel really grateful. I still (laughs) I I need to tell
2: a public service announcement that if anyone suffers from really bad um, thigh chafing, yes, go to a chiropractor and get your like sacrum area or Yeah, I think it was my sacrum um, adjusted because I Jocelyn was there when this happened. Very First of all, I went from not being able to touch my toes. It was like barely like past my knees, just being like, oh, this is never going to happen to him cracking something. And then I could palm the ground without stretching. And that's I feel like flexibility is like not even a real thing. It's actually just like if you're perfectly aligned, then you're more flexible, as flexible as the human is supposed to. Mm -hmm. But um, it totally changed how my how I walk and how I stand. So that's not even a remotely a problem anymore. When for years, like at Coachella, I was on the verge of tears at times. I, know. I remember there was a time that also, and I were walking to the like parking lot to meet the car that was picking us up, and it was a
4: very long walk. I had to make her stop every few minutes. Yeah, no, I'm glad that you're not experiencing that anymore because that was not a good. That was not a good look. Skin stuff really... is just not fun. I know. But if you guys are experiencing anything similar, please let us know if you have any uh, advice. Uh speaking of which, it's time for us to get to the call. Okay. In case you missed the memo, we love having you guys involved on the show. So we want you to call in, leave us something you're over in three minutes or under, leave us your name, and um we'll we'll just give you a safe space to vent. The phone number is 562-661-5729. And with
5: that. Roll the tape. Hey Lily, hey Joss, um, I'm Corgane, I'm from Central New York, um, I've called you before um, during a mid breakdown, uh, <laughs> but this week I am over therapy. Well, I'm over trying to find a good therapist and psychiatrist, um, I feel like it's a way more involved process than I remember it being. Um, I originally got into therapy when I was like 16, 15, 16, because I was like suffering from depression and anxiety. And my therapist recently decided to retire, which is great for her. Love that for her. Um, You know, it's about time. She's worked for a long time. She really deserved it. But it made me not go find a new therapist and a new psychiatrist. And I'm like, damn, it's really hard. Because I've learned that it's not just like medication that you have to find the perfect fit for. It's also like the therapist. But not every therapist is for you, and, like, that's something I really had to, like, get over, and it sucks, okay, especially, like, with my situation, because, like, basically what my insurance does is I have to pay for the appointment up front, and then my insurance reimburses me, but, like, so I have to pay for every first appointment, and then I don't even know if by the end of it I'm going to like them, so, like it's just like I'm putting a lot of money and then getting it refunded which is great but like the refund is obviously forever coming because insurance and insurance companies are slow and yeah so basically I'm just over trying to find a therapist I do have some solutions though so if like anybody else has this problem um, i realized that I'm going to look at it like dating I'm going to write a list of what I want and basically I'm going to be picky as hell because these problems that I want to address are not problems all therapists want to address also i have established a list of like red flags that like work for me um the first red flag is definitely when like you walk in and the first thing they say to you is let's do medication i have no problem taking medication i've been on medication for a while and you know that's really worked for me but when that's just the first thing they go to it's kind of a red flag because it makes me feel like they don't really want to listen also another red flag would include them not having any experience with like your specific situation, and you can look at what they're like specified in, and like what they've dealt with before. Whether that be like LGBTQ issues or like trans issues specifically, or like depression or anxiety or postpartum, and like finding a therapist that knows what they're dealing with on a personal like on a personal note, but also on like a experience they've experience in that field is really important. So like. Do your background checks. Like, really look at this person. Like, they're gonna be you're gonna be dating them the rest of your life because, or be with them because you want to make sure that they align with your.
4: Oh, they ran out of time. Okay, well, I feel like we I didn't definitely know we cut them off. We kind of like got the idea. This is a definitely a complicated topic, but I was thinking, and I agree. I totally agree with the concept of finding the right kind of therapist is absolutely like dating. And why has no one developed a dating app or like a therapist matchmaking dating app? That's a great idea.
2: They should do that because I know I have done I did better health for a while and then I just stopped using it because I didn't really I didn't feel like actually the therapist was a good match and then I also just see didn't there want to you do go
4: you didn't find the um, one that was a good match
2: for you well yeah because I mean like specifically I, I they would be like oh what are you anxious about and I'd be like uh, it was right like when clever had gone down and I was like well I left my job and then the company went bankrupt blah 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 I tell her everything and she's like well it sounds like you're doing great and then like it was all just like really <laughs> positive feedback or being like yeah well it sounds like you really have a handle on this and I'm like
4: no, I don't. That's why I'm here. So, so are you just here for me to like vent to? Like what? <laughs> and I, don't I get it. <laughs> our, is our caller's name Corey? I, I, I couldn't yeah, really I hear. It. I is it Corey? It. Corey Keegan. First off, thank you for calling again, by the way. And I'm yes. sorry that you're going through this. But just the sheer fact that, you know, this is like something that's probably a good idea for you to do, I feel like puts you so far ahead of most people. And I think it's really great that you're like doing your diligence. The part that sucks that, quite frankly, I have no recommendations for is the insurance piece, because it's so annoying trying to get reimbursed by insurance. Well, and you don't it. It feels like there should be like a, like a first appointment free trial kind yes. of situation.
2: Yes. So you can see if you like them. And then maybe if you end up going to the second appointment, then you pay a portion of the first one or something, if there's some kind of deal like that. But I know that that's not how it works. My um, therapist that prescribe, I don't go to her to like chat because she's in Thousand Oaks, but um, that she prescribes my medication. She, um, I... Pa- uh, she doesn't take insurance. So I just have to pay out of pocket.
1: But oh, well, uh, that nips
2: that in the bud. <laughs> yeah. So it's I mean, the healthcare industry. <laughs> don't get me started. Such a huge mess. Like, it's why I... so many people don't go to therapy? Why so many people live with chronic pain? Why people don't uh, like the hospital is
4: the last place people go because it's like, oh, well, that'll be thousands. It's so true. It's like super intimidating. I think even just the concept, how many people? never even try to get reimbursed, because just that alone is so complicated, right? It's crazy. And I, I really don't have like any solutions for you except to let you know that we're like cheering for you and hoping that I would say you find it, a good match.
2: The only other thing I would recommend is if you have any um friends that you would, it's not oh, like the yeah. therapist can talk about your guys's problems together. Anyway, but uh, that if you had anyone that could like recommend someone that they've been going to that they really like that you felt
4: like it has a similar vibe to you. I'm curious too, um, like on BetterHelp, is it like listed out like, oh, this therapist kind of specializes It'll in be like, like family trauma for, or okay. like if you're just like looking to talk
2: about life and work stress or... Okay, so that's kind of cool. Well, maybe but I almost her- feel like they should... Uh, for. For us specifically, what I felt like would have been helpful is like she didn't really even know that much about YouTube because she was like an adult psychiatrist. Right. So I it felt like if there was someone that like had a, a that specialized almost in like media kind of, I don't know, that would just like understand why certain things would be. Stressful. Why? Yeah. Like
4: it would be stressful if like your TikTok Not didn't just pop being off like, oh, that's cool. Yes. And uh, you know what <sighs> I will say is I'm sure that if you're following us and following this show, you probably are already following Katie Morton. But she is like the mental health expert that I would go to on YouTube for advice. Like if you go watch her channel, she might have a video covering this exact topic where she's giving advice on it. But I do remember like talking to her once, or it might have even been on our show. And I was like, oh, you're so cool. Like, can you have like your friends be your your patients? <laughs> I, no. I don't think that's allowed. <laughs> no, definitely not. No. Anyways, um, we're rooting for you. And you guys we would love to have any and every single one of you call us. Again, the number is 562-661-5729. And um, yeah, I hope you find someone who matches with your vibes. Yeah, I hope you're not on dating apps for too long. <laughs> Um, But today, we have a very exciting guest, and I cannot wait for you to meet her a little. All right, you guys, joining us today on Overshare is someone that I am such a huge fan of actually was the final friend that I met before COVID hit. I don't know if she knows this, but she is the last friend that I had the opportunity to meet out in the real world. And we'll get into all of that. But joining us today on Overshare is Essence Gantt, formerly the beauty director at BuzzFeed. And now she has moved on over to the other
3: side where you're like running pros, the company, right? That's what I think in my own mind. <laughs> um, No, I wish I would be living a much more different lifestyle, but you know,
4: (laughs) yeah, so since we last saw each other, which like I mentioned, was about a year ago, and I feel like we should jump into how we met at some point as well, because it was the most crazy experience ever. But you've had a lot of huge life changes, right? So you're no longer at BuzzFeed. You have moved into the advertising world.
3: Yes. That is all correct. Yeah. When we met, I was the direct or the beauty director at BuzzFeed and I had been there almost like six years. Oh wow. And then at the start of this year, I moved over to pros. So now I'm the director of ad studio, which is like a whole new entity there. Um, a whole new job. Like it was, you know, all created. So, um, I'm like still in beauty, but on the business side doing ad content for social. So it's, it's, a very like exciting new change. I'm excited about it. And you can probably bring
4: a lot of like what you did as a creator in your previous job and also a lot of your relationships
3: too on that side, right? For sure. Because it all like so much of it parallels, you know, whether you're doing editorial or like business or whatever, like, especially in the beauty world, it's a very specific kind of content and so much of it parallels. And I'm, be- I'm doing very similar work that I did at BuzzFeed, but now just like for a very specific brand.
4: I love that. And I'm a big pros fan for the record, <laughs> just so you know. <laughs>
3: um, I'm
2: going to need you guys to let me know about where you met because I was told it was Singapore and that I <laughs> felt like a shitty friend because I was like, when the fuck did she go
4: to Singapore? <laughs> <laughs> so, was that in January or February of 2020? It was February. Um, Essence and I were both invited. On a casual press trip to Singapore, where we stayed on an island called Sentosa Island. It was Essence and I and then like maybe 10 of the most famous TikTokers from around the world. It's starting to ring a bell. Not from America, but like there was this, there was like a guy from Russia who like yeah. the only way he could communicate was through
3: dance with the, with all of us. Do you remember this? Yes. It was like people from all over the world. Also, I'm almost certain we were probably the oldest.
2: <laughs> yes. Absolutely. Well, I mean, if they're all TikTokers, I would assume they're youths.
4: They were oh, youths. yes.
2: Yes. Um, and I also would assume that Jocelyn
4: was trying to communicate back with dance. <laughs> You know, it was actually really fun. They, it was with Sony, the movie studio, and we were there for the movie Fantasy Island, which did we watch the movie? We did watch the movie while we were there. I don't know if I should admit that I've, like, I
2: paid to watch it. (laughs) it You guys went to Singapore
3: and got to watch it. Um, It's not the best. They paid for it to go, so I'm going to say it was great. Yeah, it was
2: your
4: favorite movie, of course. Of all (laughs) time. Yes. But it was actually really fun. And like, even though all of us were from literally, there was like, I think you and I were from the U.S. I don't know that there was anyone else there from the U.S. Everyone (laughs) else was from just countries all over the world. And it was actually really fun, even though I did not understand TikTok really at the time. Did you, oh. was the cast there too? No, no. no, no, no. But it's funny, Essence, because I remember, and I'm sure you remember this too. This is like right as COVID was like really starting to snowball and get more press, at least in the United States, as something like that realistically could come to the US. Because I feel like prior to that, we were all just like, yeah, that's never, that's never gonna hit us. Nope, no big deal. <laughs> but do you remember when we would go into our hotel they would take our temperatures and they wouldn't let us in. In And I remember, I remember thinking like,
3: that's crazy. That's why. And now here we are. I mean, what the hell, right? It was really intense. Like it was so intense. And they all had on their masks and everything there. Like they were basically doing everything that we were doing last summer. Like they were doing it back in February. And then lo and behold, we get back from Singapore and the U S is like shut down.
2: Thank God you guys didn't get like stuck there. Yeah. I don't know. Kind of, (laughs) (laughs)
3: I came back to a New York winter, basically. So oh. I could have stayed, you know, I wouldn't have mind staying a little longer. Like, oh, no, I'm trapped on the beach.
4: <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So obviously, we're here in L.A. and you're in New York. I know you moved recently, right? Love your kitchen, yeah. by the way. It's gorgeous. But what has it been like this whole last year? In New York specifically, like what's the energy and the vibe? Because we see on the news, like you know what we see on the news, but how how similar is it to what you're experiencing?
2: I follow. I have one. I know a few people in New York, but I follow one friend that she always is posting inside her apartment. She has such a cute place, but she said she's going insane. She's like, it's such a small place, and I have to work here, and I live here, and we can't go outside because it's too cold, and I just don't know
3: what to do anymore, and I'm going insane that is pretty much like a really good summary of life in New York during a pandemic, because I feel like now it's starting to get a little bit warmer. Like we see sunshine and everyone like goes crazy because everyone is like, oh, now we can take like walks. But in the colder months in a pandemic in your tiny apartment, it is so miserable because you're stuck inside. You can't, there's no taking a walk in like snow or anything like that. Like it's super, super cold. And it also is just like the New York that, you know, with like so many people in times square, like that is just, it's like a ghost town. It is so dead. It's low key scary. Well, like, that's like, I feel like the reason people go
2: to New York is for the whole like vibe and the energy. And then it's just like, Oh, exactly
3: like, I have a very important question food.
2: yes is there food delivery
3: yes I live like of like even if it's like snowing yes yes okay. they do not they make their money those restaurants and I'm grateful yeah I'm so grateful. I because I, I I
2: don't if you were gonna say no I would be like I don't know how you do it yeah
3: we still have delivery so that's been great that's how basically how I've survived that's been my sustenance what's your go-to place Well, now, because I just moved, it's this place I found in one place called, I want to say it's called Red Taco. And then there's this other place called Sage. I believe it's Thai. So between those two.
2: I I feel like New York has such good food places. And we just, I have, I can like order Subway.
3: Oh, no.
4: (laughs) It's
2: very disappointing.
3: Subway.
4: But when we were in Singapore, which honestly, like just saying that sounds so hilarious. I'm like, am I ever going to go anywhere ever again? That's just so <laughs> funny. <laughs> but when we were in Singapore, you were actually talking about and it as it turned out, as you and I like got to hang out on the trip, we knew so many people from BuzzFeed mm-hmm. in common just from you, not only being on the editorial side, but also you're in like a ton of BuzzFeed videos. And I think a lot of people like some questions like Lily and I have gotten over the years is like how did you get to this career? Because at least when I was growing up, like YouTube literally did not exist. And so many people like dream of growing up and like working at a magazine, but like magazines don't exist, but you kind of like have done it all. And now you're on the other side, but like, what was your journey to get to BuzzFeed?
3: Um, a lot of hustle and being broke in the beginning. I'm not even going to lie. So like I'm from Georgia. Y'all will probably hear the twang um, at multiple points. <laughs> I love it. I love it. <laughs> so I'm from Georgia. and We didn't really have like, and then I'm not from Atlanta. I'm from Augusta, which is like a smaller town. So we don't really have like a media world or like any of that. But you're right. Like magazines were the thing. So I kind of ha- always had this dream in the back of my head, like, oh, I want to work in media or entertainment, something in that, you know, industry, but it just wasn't, I didn't see it. So it was just something that I kind of put in the back of my head. And I'm like, I'm gonna go to school and be a social worker. <laughs> no. <Nah>. So um, <laughs> it was like opposite end right. of the spectrum. <laughs> right, right. From helping people to I don't know. <laughs> so, so I went to school for social work because I did I did genuinely enjoy the idea of advocacy and I still do that, you know, in my day-to-day work, even in my free set, like if I'm volunteering, like I genuinely enjoy the idea of like advocating, but I got to grad school and I did my first internship, which is, which was at a child advocacy center. Super, super. It was just like emotionally, I was like, I can't do this. This is like taking such an emotional toll. So then I was like, okay, I'm going to get to New York and I'm going to follow these, you know, media editorial dreams I had when I was like seven, like, (laughs) So I'm going to waste this degree. Okay, plan B. (laughs) (laughs) Like like, plan B. (laughs) So I was like, you know what? Let me go to New York. But NYU was super expensive. And also I needed a plan while I was here to buy time. Because mind y'all, I had no plan. I was like, I'm going to just go there. My original plan was I'm going to go and work at a really high-end restaurant. And somebody famous is going to discover me. (laughs) (laughs)
4: Honestly, though, Essence, I would not be like at all surprised if you were like, Yeah. And then a famous person discovered me. And then this happened. Like, I feel like you have just like the best energy people would be like, Yeah, sure. I'll hire you. And honestly, I've said
2: this to people before that tell me this, I uh, hats off to you for like, just going like I everyone's like, Oh, when I moved to LA, I'm from like 45 minutes north of here. So when I finished college, I just moved home and lived at my mom's house for a few months before I could afford to live in an apartment. I cannot fathom moving to another state and just like not really having any money or job and being like, hopefully everything
3: works out. Can't even, nope, wouldn't be able to do it. That's literally what I did. I was like, this is, you know, it's going to be fine. Just kind of like that young, innocent, whatever, being naive, and so then I was like, okay, but if I tell my parents that plan, they're going to be like, absolutely no. So I was like, you know what? I'm just going to get my master's. Like, even though I know I don't want to be a social worker, I'm just going to get my master's to buy it's me kill time. time. <laughs> right? I was like, I'll figure it out. It's so like, I'm going to get my master's. NYU was crazy expensive. So I went to SUNY Albany, which is upstate New York. And I was like, okay, I'm going to go there. And then because like I was advanced... <laughs> I got my master's in a year, so I was like, okay, but in this year, I'm going to just, like, skip some class, go into New York City, and network, and that's literally, that was my plan, y'all, it sounds crazy now, but that was my plan, and that's what I did, and so I ended up one day, when I was skipping gerontology class, (laughs) um, I came to the city. And I went to this event and I met this girl and she was like the ultimate like young New York hustler. I'm sure like LA too, like the girls who have like multiple jobs, like they're a beauty blogger. Also, they work at a magazine and then they have like, I don't know, something they do on Instagram at night. Who knows? So like OnlyFans, whatever. So like she had like a thousand jobs. And so she was like, yeah. So I also like write for reality TV and I have this blog and I do this. And I was like, oh, well, like, can I be your intern? I'll do it for free. And she was like, yeah, your first time in a fashion week. Cause I don't want to go. And I was like, cool. Like small town girl from Augusta, Georgia fashion week, like say less. So I went to fashion week and I would just like update her blog for her, you know, whatever. And so then after that year, I was like, shit, I'm about to get my degree. I don't want to go back to Augusta. What am I going to do? Um, And so she reaches out and she was like, hey, the uh, editor in chief at Hype Hair, which is like a black woman's hair magazine. She's like, they're looking for an editorial assistant. Are you interested? I was like, yeah. So she put me in touch. I interviewed with the editor in chief and that was my very first job. And from there, I kind of just like, you know, works my way up. But it was a bunch of like, it doesn't really make sense, but it worked out.
2: Well, and that's, that's so funny crazy. because I also feel like whenever someone sees someone that is in a position that they deem successful, that they're like, how did you get there? What was the path you took? It's never like, oh, A, B, and C. It's no. like, oh, well, I did this. And then I'm um, kind of like fucked up and did this and then maybe did this. And <laughs> right. it's always just a complete like whirlwind that happens to end up getting yeah, you here. Perfectly.
3: Yeah. And especially in our industries, because I always tell people like if you want to be a teacher, a doctor, a lawyer, there's like a plan, like a path set out for you. If you want to do anything like in media, entertainment, yeah. social media now, like it's just a bunch of it's, like throwing stuff at the wall and seeing what's sticks. It. it feels like other there's
2: other jobs and um fields that you really have to just like apply for. So it's mm-hmm. like hey, I have this. Certification, and now I'm going to apply to places in my area that will accept it. And ours, it's like not necessarily hiring, and it's maybe someone that you
4: just know, or maybe it's a freelance yeah, thing, or exactly a lot more opportunity for variables. Mm-hmm. It's so funny too that I I did not know this whole backstory about you, which like That's oh my so gosh, cool. it's amazing. And Fashion Week too. I don't know, <laughs> well, we definitely didn't discuss this, but my first big hosting job ever like in 2008 or something was that I was the online correspondent for Project Runway which was like the coolest and so I'm from LA where we don't like have fashion week and there's not really like a scene here so I get sent to fashion week and I come strutting into fashion week in like my H&M dress like feeling so cool (laughs) and I just I mean I start going to all these fashion shows and interviewing these people which by the way I was like basically clueless as to who most of the people were I was just trying to like do my best but one of the most common misconceptions I think is just like everything surrounding fashion week specifically it looks so cool in magazines and on tv but in real life it is a hustle and a grind unlike anything I've ever experienced so is that what your
3: experience was like too yeah I was like oh like it was Probably felt like, the very first time I went for her, I was like, oh, this is so fun and, like, exhilarating. And then I went another time, and I was like, fine. you like, like, okay, I've I done this. Like, what? So, sure. <laughs> like, now I'm to the point where, like, I see now why she was like, yeah, go to Fashion Week. Like, I don't feel like going. Because it is. You're right. It's such a hustle and a bustle. It's also a very, like, um. there's, like, an air, you know, like, everyone thinks they're, like, super... You know, color more important than they are. And it's like, you know, it's it's just a whole thing. It's a whole thing. So you have to have a lot of patience for it. And I don't have
4: a fun time. I was backstage at a fashion show to interview some people, and I'm not gonna say what designer it is, but it is one of the most famous fashion designers alive in the world right now. And he was going on a rant with someone else, a very famous magazine editor. Um, talking about how disgusting it is that people would ever wear the color red. <laughs> I was like, in my mind, I'm like, that's my favorite color. <laughs> like,
5: but just it's like a big just, statement. <laughs>
4: no, it, it was. I was like, are these the things like these people care about? I'm just like, I think I was wearing like shoes from Target and I was like, I don't know <laughs> if this is for me. But major respect for like the art, the artisanness, the craft of. Yeah. Putting something like that together for sure. I th- mm-hmm. Unless I'm sitting front row,
2: I don't really <laughs> care. Me, <laughs> <laughs> that is for so me. I'm like, and it's I- always like not in a bougie way. That like, oh, I need to be front. No, like I just won't go, and that's fine. But like, and if so I am gonna go,
3: I'd like to be front row. <laughs> and the convenience of it too. That's my thing. Like I love accommodation, so it's just like. <laughs> I want to be from bro. I don't have to worry about a line. I don't have to worry about where's my feet. Like, I need that combination. Like, I we would get along. <laughs> I always say, I'm
2: always, I'm not bougie, but I'm always down to pay for convenience. Yes, if we're, dr- like, there were so many times for Clever that it was always very cheap for shoots and stuff. And if we were, um, we had a vlog show called Lunchy Break. It was supposed to be lunch break, but that was taken. So we we're like, I don't why it's fine. <laughs> um, and we basically just used it as our excuse to I would edit it. So the only budget for the show was just like, okay, you guys have like 200 bucks you could put towards food and we would bring a bunch of the other people we work with. So usually we'd go to really cheap places. So we wouldn't spend that much. And then occasionally it would be like, the Taylor Swift concert's coming up. Can we like not eat this week for lunch, you break right. and then <laughs> use it all towards that. And we would, but then we'd still be like cutting it a little close. I remember we got to, uh, was it was a Rose, Rose Bowl. Oh yeah. Maybe? The Rose Bowl. Yeah. yeah. And it was like the parking situation we're approaching and it was like fifty forty five $45, $50 for VIP, which you park like next to where the gates are, or you pay $20 and park like five miles away. And everyone's like, no. Um, the budget, blah, blah. I was like, I will fucking pay. the. Twi- Are you kidding? No, I'm not walking that far. Yes. Just, it it just feels like God. I don't spend money on a lot of other things. So if it's going to make me more comfortable, I'm all about it.
4: Um, Something else I'm curious about, like just from like your whole career, but also working at BuzzFeed and just like living in a city like New York and working in the beauty industry and the fashion industry, you must have like really amazing stories with like famous people do you have any that like really stick out like any funny ones or good or just ones? like New
3: York in general <laughs> I'm trying to think because I feel like things so much starts running together I will say, I will say in general, I'm not like super starstruck. Um, I'm like, also too, I am so like, we can be somewhere and people will be crowding around a person. I'm like, who is that? Like, I don't even know. <laughs> like, I won't know who it is. So um, I'm not super starstruck. But the first time I was like, oh my gosh, this person is in front of me uh, was Angela Bassett came to the BuzzFeed office and I was like, oh, she really, oh my like a real life. Like, really? This is not, yeah, this isn't like, photo editing this isn't like she she looks like this like this do, is what do you want to
2: hear my um my uh, I would say theory but that doesn't really work I always say uh, famous people in real life they obviously have like a glow and just kind of like an energy about them but t- would you agree that they just look very very clean yes. like <laughs> as if they just walked like someone cleaned like cleaned them for Hair. them
3: our water is
2: different than ours
3: seriously like (laughs) Like their skin
2: is clear like everything just looks (gasps) different like they just look so refreshed constantly
3: all the time very polished like there I was like oh like she that was the first time I was like oh like I was really starstruck by her um I'm trying to think of a I will say someone who was very very nice and always is is um Pat McGrath oh really yes She is really, really, really like um, sweet and approachable. And not that I was not expecting that, but certain people, they just kind of, when they get to a certain point in their industry, you expect them to be like a little bit removed. Mm -hmm. Totally. Like every event that she ever hosts, like when she's doing a beauty launch, it's always like, obviously super, super fabulous because she's super like luxe, but like super fabulous. It's always like at some type of penthouse somewhere, like super (laughs) nice. Um, And funny story, interesting story. So I was at Fashion Week one year and uh, backstage, I was supposed to be interviewing her and I had already talked to her people. They were like, yeah, it's fine. It's fine. So I'm backstage and it was most of the, it was like most of the editors were white girls because, you know, obviously. So it was only like myself and one other black girl there. And we were supposed to go like talk to her. And the way it was set up was like, which I'm sure you've seen too at Fashion Week, like the designer, the whoever, makeup artist, hairstylist, they will do like normally kind of like bulk interviews. So they'll just yes. quote and everyone records yes. it. Right. So me and the other girl, um, this other black girl were, you know, going to stand in the little crowd and this publicist, I don't think she worked for her directly. I think she was more so with the designer that uh, Pat was working on, uh-huh. and, but she was just like, no. And we were like, uh, what? excuse me. It was so weird. So I'm like, well, maybe she doesn't know that, you know, we work in the industry. Let me tell her. So th- I was like, oh, I'm from BuzzFeed. And I think the other girl may have been for e- from either O or either Bravo. It was either the network mm-hmm. but like two huge like well publications yeah. yes and i'm like how did you think we got back here like also <laughs> so like we went through a bunch of security so um i was like oh well you know this is where we're from and she's just like no so then i see her go over because pat mcgrath is like looking and she sees us and she's like waiting for us to come to join the rest of the group and um then i see the publicist kind of whisper something in her ear and i just see her saying no, but I don't know what she said. I was like, "This is weird." So then she, um, Pat, does the like quotes with that group, and then afterwards, she calls me and the girl over. She's like, "Hey, come over!" And then she tells us everything again, and she gives us free lipstick from her like co- like her arsenal. And I just thought that was super dope because oh. she didn't have to do that, but also it just let me know like she was up on game. Like she kind of saw. What I was gonna said, say the said. fact she even noticed exactly the fact that she noticed um I was just like oh that you know that was cool but um I don't I don't know if you would consider her a celebrity I would
4: I love her on Instagram I feel like I'm actually well I mean I will say I'm always like happily surprised to hear that people are really nice in real life but I feel like she has a great energy that she puts out even like her face seems sweet does that make sense yeah you know what I mean And also the interesting thing about makeup artists, I feel like, especially someone at her level, Mm -hmm. is that, you know, you have to deal with all of these people on your way to the top, like celebrities and stuff that like believe they're the most famous person in the world. So in some ways, I feel like that probably keeps you very in touch with like the normal world because (laughs) you're having to deal with sometimes people who are a little wacky. You know what I mean? Exactly. Yeah. It's crazy. And so you've been in the beauty industry now. Like how many years would you say
3: you've been working in this world? Since two like officially, like since 2010. So like
4: Wow. Oh my gosh. Yeah. And so like how do you feel as though I, I think it's changed so much. And I don't even work in the beauty world, like maybe peripherally. As like a fake beauty what are you guru, talking about? we used to <laughs> a failure of a beauty guru. But um, how how would how do you sort of describe that it's changed, even just in the last few years?
3: Honestly, yeah. Well, I mean, influencers one like that's like a thing now. That wasn't a thing even like ten years ago. I think it was just starting to kind of like become a thing, but it definitely wasn't to the extent that it is now. And the kinds of, um, authority that influencers have now, like influencers are getting campaigns with major beauty brands. That used to be something that was like reserved for models or celebrities, but now like influencers like are getting full on beauty campaigns and spreads and, you know, things like that. So that's like a huge difference. Just the, how big the influencer world kind of blew up. I think also, um, just kind of like the hype around it people are still very much into beauty for sure but you have to really I feel like have an authenticity or like a maybe that's not the right word, but you have to have an ethics to your branding like for totally beauty now. So like yes. before you could just be a beauty brand, have no representation in your ads, like have low-key shitty products, like all of these things. And it's like, now you have to really deliver. Like your products have to be good. You have to have good representation. People care about body diversity, ethnic and race diversity, um, hair, texture, length, like all of those things. It's not good enough now to just be a brand um, or whatever. You have to really align with people's ethics and morals. So that's-, well, that's even
2: on top of, I guess, influencers growing in their power and able to market stuff, I think the consumer has gotten a lot more power because a few bad tweets can go viral right away and screw over a company instantly. And before it was like, oh, you
4: don't like it? What are you going to do? Right. (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. That's so true. That is very, very true. And it's cool that you're now like come full circle working at pros. Which is, by the way, this video is not sponsored by Pros, but however, (laughs) I've actually worked with Pros a bunch. And I will say, um, as I started, like the whole time I worked at Clever, I never wore my hair like this, which is kind of like electrocution vibes. It's like very wavy, very frizzy, but I never wore my hair wavy because early on someone asked me please to never do that again because they couldn't key me out on green screen because it was just like a (laughs) huge dome. And so... You know, it was never until after I left Clever that I was like, oh, I want to find out like how to do my hair. And Prose was one of the first brands that I ever worked with that reached out to me. And they were one of the first brands within that space, especially that like curated making your own products Mm -hmm. to do anything for different types of hair. And I think it's really cool that you're working there now. What's
3: it like in that job? It's been so good. I mean, it's literally now been like a month and a few days. So it's all still very new, but it's been so exciting. Like I really like the company. I like the team. Everyone's really nice. And it's just like an authenticity to it um that was very important to me at this stage in my life. Like I was like, I've kind of done the part where I paid my dues. Like I've been working now for like over 10 years. I've done magazines where I've gotten paid pennies, like I've done that. So it's just like, I want to be somewhere where I am truly happy and that I'm proud of like, even just like the morals of a company, like where you stand on representation, where you stand on like, you know, having products um, that serve different audiences and people, you know, different people who have been underserved in the beauty industry. And they check all those boxes so for me, it was a very easy decision in that sense. I was like, I'm ready to be somewhere now where I don't have to compromise on the ethics for the pay or vice versa. Like totally. I can be there and, you know, just feel like I'm truly valued as an mm-hmm. employee.
4: Absolutely. And I also feel like in my own mind and brand, I'm dr- in my own mind, I'm just making like the request that you can like become like uh, one of their top models and just like, Be the face of prose. I'm just, you know, putting it out there. I don't know if you want to do that, but I would like it.
3: Okay, I'll. I'm
4: like she.
3: This is what she wants. Okay, so just, I'm,
4: I'll let but, them know. That's but wait, like, so I, you're from the influencer world, right? So, like, you know, because you, you obviously, everyone who is not following her on Instagram must do that immediately. If not for any other reason than just to see you with your nephew, because you and your freaking nephew are like the cutest. Actually, your whole family so cute. Um, <laughs> but like, what influencer like would you actually freak out to work with? You know, who I think is so great. Um, Jackie Ryan. Yes, we actually have the same agent. So I feel like I know her, but I don't. (laughs) Just pretend that you're (laughs) friends. If you ever want to connect, I like, I have this habit. I don't know if you guys, or if you do this, I talk about it a lot. I leave comments on famous people's Instagrams, like as if we're friends. So I'll be like, yes, that's so cute. I love it when you do this, like as if we're friends and we're not. I'll like be scrolling and I'm like, oh God. so she's she so jackie is absolutely one of those people like that i'll just leave like casual comments like i would with a girlfriend but i don't know her you know (laughs) sometimes i feel like that can spawn a relationship
2: yeah Yeah, like sometimes people will randomly like comment back and like i've had people comment on my stuff and i'm like they know who i am and then suddenly i'm like oh i guess we're friends and then suddenly
3: we're internet friends yeah, like I feel that way too. It's, I mean, it's low-key like a form of networking now, just like talking on social. And I also think it's just good for people to see too. Like, even if they don't know you, I'm like, celebrities are even like really big influencers. I'm like, there are people too. They want to know that they're doing a good job or whatever. And because they do get so much hate, I'm always like, someone left her a mean comment. I'm going to say she's pretty. Like. <laughs> no it's so true like it's good that you do that I love that you do that
4: absolutely the one thing I will say that I'm slightly sad about is that I thought maybe you're going to move to LA um but you're in New York which I'm very happy for you for because you're thriving but are you do you feel like you are a New York girl for the rest of your life
3: like are you a city like a sex in the city vibe I don't know. It's crazy because when we were talking, so when we were both in Singapore last, I was telling her, I was like, you know, I want to move to LA. Like that was the whole plan. I was in talks with my company at the time, BuzzFeed, to move to LA. Like it was understood that that's what was going to happen. Then the pandemic happened. So those plans were like, you know, put on pause, obviously. Um, And so then this opportunity just kind of presented itself, but you know, it's so strange. Like I'm very much like a, Feely spiritual, like whatever. Same, same, yes. So I had before I was just kind of like sense of urgency. Like I'm supposed to be in LA, I gotta go to LA. And it's like, I feel like maybe around April of last year, I started to kind of feel this like peace. Like, I don't know if it's LA, I don't know if it's New York, I don't know if it's France, I don't know where it is, but like, I'm just gonna be open to wherever I'm supposed to go or whatever I'm supposed to do next. And then I was like looking for jobs all over. I was literally looking for jobs in France, y'all. I can't speak a lick of French like at all. See, you—you're a specific
2: breed of person that I envy. You're—I—I've never feel, I said that someone um, I was dating a guy that was. Uh, where is he from? Like. Germany, I don't, I don't know. There was a few <laughs> so different was like, place Born in one world. place, then he lived somewhere else. And I said at one point, I was like, I don't, I've never even thought about, like actually thought about living in another country. Like that me. concept is so outside the realm of possibilities for me that I could not imagine. Like, oh, I'm looking for jobs in Paris. No. <laughs> Like, I could barely imagine going to Paris alone, much less, like, moving there. You're like vacation? No
3: way, dear. I'm like, um, oh, well, I'm going to need a friend, at least, <laughs> with me all the time. Yeah, I just, I was just, like, super, like, you know, I knew I was over my current situation. I was like, okay, and not over in a bad way, but just like, okay, it's time to move on. It's time to grow. Ready for something I'm new. Something different, exactly. And so, yeah, I was just looking everywhere and then this opportunity just presented itself to me and it just, it made so much sense. But I will say that like, that was, I was so like LA, LA, LA. And then just, I think the pandemic just sitting in stillness for a while. I was like, okay, so why do you really want to go there? And I'm not going to lie y'all. The main reason was I was like, baby having bomb sunlight, and that shit really make your selfies pop. I was like, I'm trying to go get my pictures off. Like, I'm really trying to take my social media to the next level. And (laughs) LA is where it's going to happen. Oh, my God. (laughs) I'll take pictures for you. (laughs) Do you know
4: what's funny, though, Essence? And I don't know if we talked about this, but like we have a friend named Iskra who's a model and she's on social media and whatever. And she lived she's from London, but she lived in New York for a really long time. And I kid you not. She bought a house in L.A., And she's like, I got to move to L.A. for the selfie light. And she's like, people actually talk about it, that the light in L.A. is great for selfies. Like, it's not a joke. People actually have this
3: discussion. I feel like I should take advantage of it more. (laughs) You you live there. Like, it's so good. Every time I have to go there for work or anything, like, I take so many pictures because you also have to edit less, like, or not even at all. Like, I feel like you can get in front of a really nice window and just take a selfie and it will just look flawed. Even if you have like a pimple or something, you can do like a really inspiring quote about embracing your flaw. no I, so I guess the, the, I guess
2: I don't you don't think about it as like in New York you're like there's buildings everywhere so it's all like shaded yeah. like here it's just all flat and there's mm-hmm. nothing to <laughs> no, I'm like Man. I know I'm, I'm not the biggest advocate of LA despite living here always interesting and then I'm like, not, the I'm weather's somewhere else. like the weather's nice <laughs> but I also feel like there's so much stuff to do that you like can't do because <laughs> it's made so difficult so it's yeah. like, even going to the beach, I'm like, uh, like yeah. take me 45 minutes to drive there at least. And then like, where do you park? Because you're going to have to pay $25 and then they're probably going to tow your car anyway.
3: Yeah, I can see that. I can see the convenience thing. Cause like that's, we have like convenience here, but it's dirty and gray. So. But also <laughs> it's like, you have like cute, like hole in the wall places
2: or like, you can go like the diner down the street. We have like like the restaurants turn over like
4: every year and there's just <gasps> Lily's like... making a really bad case for LA yeah. I would still so love I've you to move to New here. York and you guys can switch <laughs> places but I'm curious like so we have so many mutual friends funny backstory um I, this is so random I can't believe I meant to message you about this my brother started a relationship a long distance relationship with a woman that lives in New York, and he lives here during I didn't COVID. Know she in New York. Yeah, she lives in Brooklyn, and she's like from New York, and she's lived there her whole life, and she knows you, Essence. You know me? Yes, you guys work together at Buzzfeed, and her name. She doesn't work there anymore. She now works at Pinterest. Oh my gosh, yes. Yeah, and she loves you. She's a huge fan of you. And I meant to message you a while ago, but the world is so freaking small. She obviously left BuzzFeed. You left BuzzFeed. We have so many friends who have worked there over the years and then left. That's actually how we met so many of our friends because we're like in the same world. And some people have had like very dramatic exits from these companies, (laughs) but it sounds like yours was like pretty like chill. Are you still going to be in content on any of the BuzzFeed channels or
3: anything? So I do, because when I was there, I was a part of their talent program. So it's kind of like an agency model called the Creators Program. So they basically like um, work out deals with their talent and other brands or whatever. So I'm still a part of that. So I'm still a talent in that program. So that's been cool. But yeah, I, I mean, so many people do when you see the videos, like I didn't have a really traumatic or dramatic exit even if I did I probably wouldn't make a video about it
4: (laughs) totally no I get it well I'm glad that that I'm glad that that was your experience because like Mm -hmm. I've watched a lot of those videos and I know a lot of the people in those videos and sometimes I'm just like holy shit like some of these stories are crazy so I'm glad that you did not go through any of that yes me too I'm very grateful in that regard Oh, my gosh. Well, what are you going to do when all of this is over? What's your first plan? Are you going to Cuba? Because I've never met someone who is such an ad essence has been to Cuba more than like most people I know that are Cuban American have been to Cuba. That's so a random. why <laughs> she loves it. Tell I, about I, Cuba? I really want to go. I want to go to uh, Havana's where they have all the, the cool old cars
3: and that's all the pretty yeah. buildings. Yes. I want to go okay. and take pictures. You have to, the pictures are great, but also it's just like very, it's almost like in this bubble. Like it's very like in a time capsule almost like it looks everything is, that's can't isn't the reason there's old cars is because they don't,
5: they yeah. import,
2: new so like you know, yeah, exactly do not drive or they, 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 do, they do drive, but just old they cars. Do drive, <laughs> but they just
3: drive like the older cars and that's the thing. like, it's not, you know. Um, it's just like kind of in a time capsule and the people are so like sweet and innocent. I always say they kind of have like a childlike innocence about them. Just very nice. It's also very disconnected. So if you're a person who has to be on like the internet 24 seven, it may not be the place for you because internet is not, I mean, they have it, but it's not as accessible. So you have to get like these internet cars, um, kind of like back in the day, like, pre-state. I was going to say
2: very old school. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah.
3: So, like you have to get these internet cards and be in an area that has internet access. Like it is very, um, you know, <laughs> like, go to like an internet cafe <laughs> in real life. Like you're joking, but for real, <laughs> <laughs> like a, like a, the old monitors and stuff. Yeah, yeah, I've seen uh, it in movies. Just, yeah, it's just like so sweet and pure, and then good weather, um, obviously. But yeah, the people are just so nice and. It- Not that I've been there, so I wouldn't know. But I
2: feel like it gives me similar vibes. Joss and I got to go to um, Puerto Rico. Mm. And
4: um, some of the architecture, I think, is like similar for sure. But yeah, are you going there? What's your
3: first stop post all of COVID and quarantine? Where are you going? I just want to go somewhere. I was just talking to my best friend about this. Like before when COVID first started, I was like, I can't wait to travel again. da 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 I just wanna go to a rooftop with some trap music and shake my ass <laughs> and drink some drinks. Like I don't give a damn. That shit can be down the street from my house. Like I don't <laughs> care. I just wanna be around <laughs> multiple humans that I know with my man. Ass tooted up. Right hand, like that's all I want. Like just, just dancing and twerking and like having a good time. I don't like, think I realized
2: how much I miss like concerts and like music. Coachella is like my Christmas every year. That it's like I put all my money into going. I've gone both weekends the last two years. It was well. I guess it's now three years Another, ago. Yeah, I don't but, know when it was. Same thing. Um, but then looking back, at it, I'm like, oh, I didn't get to do any like big like fun trip this year maybe that's why I'm still so sad
4: (laughs) it's real and I'm hoping for that for you as well and maybe you know what maybe maybe I'm hoping for that for myself as well now is my moment to really twerk on a rooftop you know I would really (laughs) love to see that <laughs> oh my gosh! It's our time. Our, it is our time. I'm 38. Just let me twerk on a rooftop. Give me a margarita, yeah. you know, and like some chips. And like I would like to in. add that that is another thing I do not like about LA is the
2: lack of utilization of rooftops. I feel like New York is all about rooftops. Every building you can like, even if you're not supposed to, you can go up. No, not accessible here. Really? <laughs> I can't go on my I, rooftop. I would imagine. I mean. I take it word right for. It's perfect it. weather, why wouldn't you? Yeah, it seems like such a way. It feels like there must be building code situations or something that like are reasons you can't because aside from like I could probably name 3 bars that are rooftop bars, but they're also like super crowded all
4: the time and you have to stand. Well, just another reason for us to go to New York, you
3: know, yes,
1: and I'm going to be
4: here. And actually, you know what? Funny fact. Twerking um, on a rooftop. Well, Lily and I actually took a class where um, a very famous um, twerker, Lexi Pantera, taught us how to twerk. Um, I don't think it worked. So I would love another lesson. I and have gotten think... quite the spine transformation since that.
2: And I wasn't <laughs> physically able to twerk the first time. So I would like a do-over. Oh,
4: my God. I would also
2: like the do-over not to be on camera this time.
4: Yeah, no, no, can. we're just gonna live our it's best life. You know, there can't be any evidence of this. No, Um. last question. This is so freaking random. But what is your take on the whole like millennials versus Gen Z on TikTok when it comes to skinny jeans? Okay. Mm -hmm. and no longer being allowed to wear them what are your thoughts on that i I want to chime in first i feel like this uh, argument has grown far out of
2: proportion and it's actually just old people making it a thing i don't think any of the tiktokers really it's probably true have you heard about this at all i have not heard about this oh it's (sighs) the center part versus the side part center part is apparently the cool thing i'm like i don't mine's like a somewhere in between right now. <laughs> <laughs> um center parts are cool side parts are we're lame if we do them so yeah I see jocelyn your jocelyn has done a center part <laughs> i don't really know if this is even a part at all but yeah it's all the and rage if, among among the tiktok community yes and um, then apparently um skinny jeans are canceled which i'm like aren't jeans
3: in general canceled right now <laughs> yeah that, that i have not heard i have not heard this i will say though That when I was moving, I was like, you know, you realize how much stuff you have when you move. So I was like getting rid of a bunch of clothes. And... I gave away like all my skinny jeans I donated them because I haven't worn them in so long but I kept like my loose fits. Yep. my boyfriend kept like all, mom jeans all of those but the skinny jeans I was like I haven't worn any of these in a minute so I gave See, them and all- it's because you're a fashion person you already
4: felt the vibes coming through <laughs> like you knew that skinny jeans were gone your soul freaking told you what else is your soul telling you like what are the next hot trends that me and Lily need
3: to know about I, you know what, I've been loving lately is like, which is not really a trend, it's just kind of like for me and how I cope through the pandemic, also how I don't let myself go because I can and I have it. <laughs> not, it's kind of scary. So I, I have just, a lot of lights on right now get <laughs> myself back. But I love, like, even if I'm around the house in loungewear, I will still put on jewelry. And I'm really into like very kind of dainty pieces that you can layer. Love that. You know, so like, I'll put on like, this is actually my grandma's. I oh. oh, I love that. It's so beautiful. Thank I you.
2: desperately wish that I could be a jewelry person. And I've tried, but I can't. I'm like, can't have things. No, nope. Or then I'll like, t- I'll either like, if I have something on it, I'll either like take it off and lose it right away. <laughs> <laughs> or like I, rings. And I don't, I feel like I just don't like things. On touching you. you. Yeah. Yes. Like you if I'm used, lounging, like you if I used out, to then I'm fine with
4: it. But at home, I feel like I'm like, get everything, get off me, put my hair up and get me in sweats. I'm the opposite. So I'll be wearing all of the Azazeries for all of us. Because what's that quote from Coco Chanel? That's like, before you leave your house, take one thing off. I'm like, before I leave my house, can I put on like 18 more yes. things? Is that Jocelyn's like- uh, mantra in life is more is more. Morris, more. You know, that's the way I like to live my life. Okay. Essence, before we finish up this show, we end with a final segment. Are you down to stick around? Yeah. Okay, great. So long,
2: share well. I hate us so much more now.
4: Okay, so the final segment of this show, you know, overshares the show, the final segment is called share well, where we share something as we say farewell, something that brought us joy this week, it can literally be anything, it can be your necklace, it can be a cat across the street, or it can be like world peace or whatever, big or small. Um, but Lil, do you want to kick us off with what brought you joy this week? Uh, sure. Um,
2: I would say last night, it brought me joy that well, it's actually kind of this is starts uh, sad and then it gets better um max had a little uh throw-up incident at like 5 a.m that's Um, her dog by the way her dog max back in max (laughs) you say hello Hello. can you give us a good head tilt yes good job that's (laughs) a good one you're so cute um yeah so he threw up at like five i don't know why he seems fine now but um he afterwards he like came out and was kind of like oh hi sir um (laughs) Was like needing attention, and I like gave him a little hug, and then he um doesn't usually sleep like right with me or like cuddling at all. But he got up and he cuddled up like right on top of my legs, and it was just brought warmth to my heart. A sweet oh, little oh, dog, oh, dog cuddle. Just wanted some some love after his tummy hurt. I oh, love that. Oh. And now he's pulling. <laughs> <me. laughs> uh,
4: what about you, Essence? What brought
3: you joy this week or in the recent? times? Probably talking on the phone to my mom. Like we talk all the time, like every day, but this, which I mean, and she does this all the time. So I don't know why it looks like especially funny this week, but like, she's very much like, Okay, girl, I'm going to let you go. But let me just tell you this one last thing. And then also, the one last thing is never of importance, ever. It's always like, girl, did I tell you about that fish your daddy picked up from that restaurant? Like, it's always something like super random. But... It's just like, I don't know, the older I get, I'm like, oh, my parents are also getting older. And so those things that you were like a brat about when you were a teenager, like, like oh my gosh, she's talking so much or whatever it is. Like I'm starting to cherish so much. So just like talking to her on the phone this week, listening to her talk about y'all, I, I don't even know. Like, but it just made me so happy just to hear her kind of like ramble on like the Southern woman that she is. But that brought me a lot of joy. Oh, I
4: love love that. that. (laughs) That's so sweet. But that is true. And that is something like, that's like one of the good things I feel with this last year is that it's just reinstated kind of like what relationships are important priorities in life. You've been able to probably spend a lot of time with your family this year. Would you say like more than you normally would have? Well, I
3: didn't go home until Christmas, so it, oh, I had really, oh my gosh. here, and I didn't go home until Christmas. And the only reason I did is because one of my best friends, also from Georgia, she lives up here now. So we like road trips down because oh, I didn't fly so nice. down because my parents are older. Like you know, they're like in their sixties and seventies. So I think my dad is like seventy something, and my mom is like sixty four. I don't, I should know their ages, but that's long. <laughs> <laughs> I don't that's, even like, know my, my own age. said That earlier, really. I was like, I my mom is seventy something. So I was
2: like I don't I'm want sure she talk. doesn't
4: mind that we don't forget,
2: <laughs> <Right. laughs> we don't remember. So
3: um I can go
4: home. So, until like Christmas. Yeah. Oh my gosh, it's so crazy. It's so wild. Well, that's nice. I'm so happy for you. Um for me, I have something very shallow that brought me a lot of joy this week. Um it, I was in Arizona last week working and it got really hot there and I happened to have brought like a set with me like a shorts and a crop top set, which I'm a big fan of sets. Mm-hmm. And I thought I could never wear it because it's so cold here in LA. But it was very warm in Arizona. So not only did I get to wear the set, I also got to cover myself in a nice sheen of like, Santrope fake tanner that like has glitter in it. Hey. And I actually forgotten how much healthier I feel when I have like a little bronzed glow a little it's glitter on really my crazy how much it it helps I feel like I just need to start putting on like highlighter all over my body just so yeah. I feel like I'm I'm been somewhere
1: yeah, <laughs> like, on doing. vacation
4: anyways shout out to Santrope Tropez or Santrope Tropez or however you say it but mostly shout out to you Essence for coming on our show and yeah, hanging out so with fun. us so Thank good to you. see you um, so we know you work at Pros. I'm a big fan, but where can people find you and follow you? Because you're a joy on the social medias?
3: Thanks. You can find me on Instagram. My handle is at the essence of underscore T-H-E-E-S-S-E-N-C-E-O-S underscore.
4: And Jackie Ina, if you're watching and listening... Um just want to say you should really just reach out to Essence. I feel like you guys could collab on a lot. Um and let us know how that goes. Jocelyn okay. likes to speak out to all of our biggest fans. <laughs> people yeah. who definitely don't listen to our <laughs> show, but you never know. And for you guys listening and watching on YouTube, thank you so much for being here. Please be sure to subscribe, rate us 5 stars, and even leave us a review if you're feeling really fab because we want more people to be able to find this show so we can keep the party going. And with that, this episode is over. Thank you for being here today.